I'm Linda McHenry, host of Taking the Mystery Out of Insurance. Thanks for joining me. Today is Tuesday, July 7th, 2020, and this is episode number 12, COVID, the insurance industry, and our crystal balls. If you'd like more information about who I am, what I do, my books, YouTube channels, and podcasts, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. There's a podcast page for you to submit any questions or to request a guest spot. You might also want to check out my book, Taking the Mystery Out of Business, which discusses what I view as the nine fundamentals for professional success. There's more information on my website, or you can find it on Amazon. This week, I'm venturing down a slightly different path with this episode. I'll be talking about COVID and insurance, but more about what I believe we need to consider for the future than about what's happening today. Uncertainty is the basis of the insurance industry. Policyholders transfer their risks and loss to insurance companies, and those risks are the uncertainty of outcomes of future events. None of us anticipated the COVID pandemic. Therefore, our insurance policies didn't make provisions for it either. And I'm concerned about two big things moving forward. Obviously, rating, you know, and pricing and premiums, um, but also the precedents that, that may be set and how they're going to affect policy language. For example, um, months ago, most personal lines auto carriers just issued blanket refunds to everybody, assuming that everybody would be putting fewer miles on their vehicles because they weren't commuting. And I mean, that's great for the people who actually didn't use their vehicles. But how do we know what it's going to be like after the year? I mean, policy premiums and rates are based on a year. Just because you're out of work this month doesn't mean that at the end of the year, you're going to have one twelfth fewer miles on your car. In many cases, that will be the case. And if they wanted to advance it and take care of that, that's fine. But now we have the precedent. Once something happens, everybody responds immediately. And, and that's not typical for the insurance industry. The insurance industry looks at historical lost history, things that have happened over a long period of time. They look at losses and claims. They look at chunks of time and see what experience is. And I'm thinking that a lot of the response in the insurance industry to the COVID may be too premature. One state, Wisconsin, ordered personal auto carriers to ensure delivery on their personal auto policies, despite the fact that they all contain an exclusion either for public or livery conveyance or the transportation of people or goods for a fee. And a number of other states encouraged personal lines insurers to do the same. Delivery is a risk that personal auto carriers don't want to insure because it's a business risk. Forcing insurance companies to pay claims for causes of loss that are not insured messes with the entire basis of the insurance policy, with how the premiums are set, how the claims are paid. So maybe with the number of people who weren't working and the reduction in miles and the reduction in claims, maybe that will offset any increased losses as a result of delivery, but we don't know. Once again, though, what is the precedent that we're setting? The government or that the courts or that society can just tell a business, even though you have a contract with your customer, you need to do something different from what the contract says. A recent article in the Insurance Journal states that 2019 was the worst year in a decade for commercial auto losses. 
And again, a lot of people are saying, oh, COVID's going to improve that or make it worse. And who knows? Maybe because of the reduction in traffic that we see this year and fewer people on the road, businesses and individuals, maybe the commercial auto industry can rebound. But maybe it won't. Maybe because so many more businesses have now incorporated delivery into their business model. And maybe they didn't tell their commercial auto insurers they were doing it. How's that going to affect things? Not too long ago, I devoted a podcast episode to business interruption insurance and how authorities were attempting to force insurers to pay for the losses associated with business shutdowns due to COVID. At the moment, it appears insurers are unlikely to provide coverage contrary to policy language. Right now, commercial business insurance policies only pay benefits for losses associated with a business's closure due to a covered property loss, such as a fire or an explosion. The COVID pandemic is not a covered cause of loss in property insurance policies. But will that always be the case? In the past, whenever the courts and or the government were displeased with policy language, they forced it to change in future versions and editions of the policies. Flood and terrorism coverage are examples of this. According to a recent article in Forbes magazine, a handful of states, including New York and New Jersey, have actually proposed legislation to compel insurance companies to retroactively cover COVID-related business interruption claims. Moving forward, it wouldn't be surprising if this movement grows and does force change. We've already seen tremendous movement in the health insurance marketplace in response to COVID. Telehealth and telemedicine have both expanded their reach with respect to treatment for COVID-related and other health conditions. This expansion has helped medical professionals reach out to more people and will likely affect both the availability and pricing for this technology-based treatment. But right now, it appears that that is beneficial to everyone involved. No matter how you look at it, the insurance industry is affected by everything that happens in the world. Although living in the present is challenging these days, the future may be even more so. As an insurance professional, you and I, we all need to pay attention to what's happening now and try to anticipate what might happen in the future because it is going to affect us. Now let's move on to the weekly Q&A. In each episode, I answer questions submitted by listeners, and this week's question was posed by Charlotte, who asked, every time I turn around, I hear the term InsureTech. What exactly is it, and how does it work? Well, Charlotte, InsureTech is a shortened version of the term insurance technology. It describes any form of technology designed to change or disrupt the way the insurance industry works. Its aim is to make insurance easier for consumers to buy, understand, and access. For example, Lemonade is an insure tech startup that just had an initial public offering on the New York Stock Exchange at about $1.5 million. What Lemonade does is it uses machine learning and bots to market and sell its homeowners and renters insurance products rather than brokers and agents. Policy Genius is another insure tech that helps consumers find the right coverage by offering an online comparison service. So again, there's lots and lots of them. If you just Google insure tech in the U.S., you're going to see a whole list of responses that will explain it in way more detail than I can. That's it for this week's episode. Once again, if you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, or you want to find all my podcasts, YouTube channels, blogs, and books, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. Remember, clueless is a dangerous place to be. Tune in next week as we investigate 
more insurance mysteries together. <laughs>